1: looking to refresh your closet home or beauty routine this spring walmart's got all the stylish goods in one stop from chic new looks and the latest makeup to quality furniture and tableware go to walmart.com slash now trending that's walmart.com slash now trending for the hottest fashion home and beauty finds your style at walmart Up world, you are in tune to. We are DC for life. That's Dallas Cowboys for life, man. We gonna talk all cowboy talk and nothing but cowboy talk. Here on the Cowboys Global Cast on FFSN, and you got your main man Vic, man Marty, and of course I got my co-host, my partner, Tom. Tom, what's good, man? How you doing?
0: Doing good, man. Just hanging out, scrolling Twitter, trying to figure out what
1: Cowboys are gonna do with this cap space, man. Listen. (laughs) I'm, I'm going crazy. Like, it's like, first of all, this is an uncomfortable place to be. The Joneses have never done this before. Like, I mean, even they spent money on Brandon Carr, but it ain't been like this, though, bro. Oh, like, man, I mean, it's been a minute. It's yeah. been a minute, man, and yeah. it's, it's crazy. But it's obvious to me they came in with a plan, and they executing. I mean, they, they, they could be on the yacht right now, but they are executing that plan right now. They obviously has why I found the yacht.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Part part one of the plan seems to be going well. Hopefully, by the time next season starts, we won't be saying, there was no plan. Why was there no
1: plan? <laughs> it looked like last year, when we didn't have no receivers, that was no plan. You know what I'm saying? No and yeah. it almost, I, for real, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's almost like, hey, we were trying yeah, to are. get off Kellen Moore, yes, man. Get him out of here. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So no. let's not give him no. nothing. to not Jerry. Let's get him off. Um, but first, man, let's talk about some recaps, some stuff that's really happening at this point. Um, Donovan Wilson, we signed Dono back, man, to a three-year, twenty-four million dollar contract with the Love Cowboys. Thirteen-five um, guaranteed. That's really good. That was cheap, and it was good for Dono, man. We to have Donovan back gives us what we need to be multifaceted when we go into that three safety look. That three safety look, and we walk Dono down like a linebacker. That's hard. That's a hard lineup, man. So I'm I'm really excited about Donald coming back. The next one, Leighton Vanderess. Tell me what you think about his contract. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what you think about LVE coming back, man.
0: Yeah, I mean I love it. Um, you know we kind of saw down the stretch that he's probably a little bit more important to that defense than we maybe thought he was. Um, you know they they really they really started to kind of struggle. Um, there the those those two or three games that he was out um i really like the contract um you know we're pretty much only committed for the one year and you know with that neck you don't really know when's it gonna go um so i I like that we were able to bring him back without having to commit to multiple years so happy seeing back
1: look bro i mean we signed him for nothing man we got that deal was was like you know uh, uh, some now laters and tic-tacs we we got it we got him for nothing man i'm gonna talk going me use that term again here in a minute we we got him for a little bit of nothing but i think it was like we've always said though um tom i think it's like he's more important to us than he was on the open market right? oh yeah i
0: totally agree totally agree you know um they were running more tampa more tampa two last year than they had in previous seasons um which is you know sort of essentially like a uh a, a, a kind of cover three that's disguised as a cover two and LVE is sort of low key, a really good Tampa two, you know, middle linebacker. He drops and covers that middle third really well. So uh, he's good in pass coverage, um, not as physical, um, you know, as as a lot of Cowboy fans would would like him to be. He's not quite what we thought we were getting um, when we drafted him, but uh, but he's a nice piece.
1: And he's long. That's important.
0: Oh, yeah, he's very long.
1: And Dan Quinn's scheme, he likes those long guys, man, because they can cover a lot of space. I'll get to that in a minute, too. Um, And then one of the things, the surprise, I mean, surprise, surprise, he did the Goma Pile on us, man. And um, if you're not old enough to remember uh, Goma (laughs) Pile, I'm sorry. I've I've heard
0: about it. I've heard about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just saying, the listeners, if y'all ain't old enough, to remember going pop. I apologize. It is what it is. I made an old reference. <laughs> Listen, we got Stephen Gilmore for a fifth rounder. Remember, I told right. you guys that I was going to bring up the, the Tic Tac thing. You know what I'm saying? We we literally got him for a piece of a chewing gum and some Tic Tacs. That was it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got him for nothing. The, the, the Colts weren't going to pay him. True, true to life, Colts wasn't going to pay him. We were going to pay yeah. him, and we hopped on that deal. Real quick, tell me what you think about this, man. Like I got oh, a lot man. of thoughts. So oh gonna... man, I love it. I, I love it. You know, he,
0: he's gonna he's gonna make eleven million dollars this season. I mean, once you know, I think that the 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 base salary is like seven or eight, and so you're hearing, you know, a lot of people quote that figure, but um after you know after you know, incentives, it's gonna be you know, right right around eleven million. Uh but for a fifth rounder and paying eleven million dollars for I mean a good cornerbacks good are not kind of cheap these days and you know he's not the defensive player of the year that he was you know two or three seasons ago but he's still a good corner um and i mean what's not to love a fifth rounder for stefan gilmore um yeah i mean this is this he really he only needs to be like average for this to for this to be a really good move in my opinion so I mean, yeah, solid B plus, A minus move. Like, that's, yeah, I love it. I love
1: it. Yeah. So, to me, he only needs to be a little bit better than Anthony Brown. That's yeah, it. Right. And you got to right. think about it. I, we, 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 he was in the top, what, 10 cornerbacks in the league this year? You know what I'm saying? I mean, and he's going to be across from arguably one of the top five. Right. So, I mean, you put this, this is a, one of the top two du- duos in the NFL when you look at, gilmore and you look at Diggs, man i'm excited bro like who you going at if you're you're posing i mean think about it. he got number four this year he got four this year i mean a lot of people got four but he got four this year you know what i'm saying he got dakota and he 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 picked dakota this year um definitely it, he he was on every team's best wide receiver and he's not gonna have to do that here Diggs has everybody's best yep And he's going to hold everybody's best. Now, all you like I said, Brown, all we asked Brown to do was check number two and make sure that he don't get outlandish yards on us. Brown couldn't do that. And I think, you know, Gilmore can do that. He can more than handle that. He does not have to be, as the aforementioned defensive player of the year. All he has to do is be solid. And I'm going to tell you, he's got more meat on the bone, in my opinion, in this defense with the way that we get after the passer and the way that we, I mean, we make quarterbacks, make quick decisions. I guarantee you this is going to benefit him and his style of play. He's going to be able to be more aggressive at the point of attack. Um, he's definitely going to be one of those who be able to take risks. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I'm, I'm just excited. I mean, let me ask you, do you think that we have, and I'm not just talking about the, the best cornerbacks in the league, Defensively, do you think we have a no-fly zone back there as far as our safeties and our cornerbacks are concerned?
0: Yeah, you know, I would say so. Um, it's kind of hard to to sort of isolate, you know, what they do and compare to other secondaries. Um, you know, I, there's there's a lot of good secondaries out there that just don't have the pass rush that the Cowboys do. So, um, but there's there's a freedom. I feel like that the secondary plays with knowing that, um, you know, it's two or three seconds and, you know, somebody's getting to the quarterback. So, you know um, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely put, I would definitely put this group up against up against anybody. Um, you know, there's a lot of depth there too. You don't want to see guys go down, but a couple of those spots, you know, we could, we could deal with some injuries and probably not miss I B. Um, I don't know that they're going to bring Jordan Lewis back. Um, if they've got the room and nowhere else to spend it, then I would love to see him back. You, you can't have too many cornerbacks in this league. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely, that's, that's a
1: group that I would put up against anybody's for sure. So think about it. You, you mentioned Jordan Lewis. I like the fact that you mentioned Jordan. Um, you know, so the, the names here, we got Gilmore, we got, uh, Diggs, We have, um, curse. We have, uh, hooker. And then we have Dono. And then we got Bland in the slot, right? Right. So Bland that's Bland's position. Do we both agree that Bland has beat out Jordan Lewis?
0: I'm not sure cuz see the thing about it, I I feel like a lot uh, so I think I think Bland's a good player. Like I th- I think he's going to be a good player. But I don't expect what did he get like was it did he get 5 picks last season?
1: Did he oh, Check that. Check that. I feel like he got 5 and 6. I mean, he got some picks. He he totally had some takeaways. Yeah, man.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, five five picks, and like he's got to regress. Like that's I'm no. I, you know he you how? I mean he <laughs> how do
1: he if, regress? Like how?
0: if he if he if he maintains you know the the snaps that he was getting second half of the season, if he gets that for a full season, I mean, yeah, he can get four or five. But I'm talking about at the clip that he was getting them at. It's like, you know, what we saw with, you know, Trayvon, you know, two seasons ago. It's like he's not going to get, you know, be getting double digit sacks every I mean, excuse me, sacks, interceptions, you know, every year. Like, that's just not going to happen. A lot of that is just, you know, kind of the roll of the dice. And I'm not saying Deron Bland got lucky. You know, you make your own luck for sure. But, like, I don't expect that he's going to be, you know, turning the ball over um you know at the clip that he was you know relative to 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 the snaps that he was getting uh I still I think he's I think he's a good piece I'm not ready to say if they retain Jordan Lewis this is all based on whether or not they retain Jordan Lewis but I'm not yet ready to say that's Duran bland spot because Jordan Jordan Lewis was a nice little slot corner too and I think that he was you know in particular sort of well suited. And I mean, I'm about to say he's really well suited for a defense, you know, where you, where you have a really good pass rush and like what defensive back is not, you know, well suited for that. Like they, they would all love to play in a defense like that.
1: Every, every but, defensive back,
0: But, uh, but so Jordan talk- Lewis is kind of low key, like a pretty solid little ball hawk. You know what I mean? Like he's not getting, you know, seven, eight interceptions a season or anything like that. And I mean, not that there's anybody that's doing that every year, but I mean, you know, he's 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 good for you know two or three picks a season. It feels like these last few years, and um, yeah, I, I'm not ready to give that spot to Deron Bland just yet.
1: I, I'm going. I'm gonna tell you, Tom. Tom, I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> I, I, I'm a Deron Bland fan. You know what, I what I'm know, saying? I that know Brown's you are. A little bit, Deron Bland fan. I'm gonna tell you, he's a ball hawk. That that stuff that you mentioned, yeah, with Jordan yeah. Lewis, he's more of a ball hawk to me than Joe. If it hits his hands. It's his. It, it's not one of the things where he going to knock it down. and un- No, that man is trying to take it and get it to the house. That's what I like. I like when you're trying to catch it and get it to the house. Now, do I think he's going to average seven interceptions a year? I hope so, but I don't think so. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Trevon. Trevon, he had a big year. It was like 11 interceptions or something like that. You know, he didn't have that many. this a matter of fact, he was dropping them. He dropped a, Q- a crucial one. Yeah, he did. Against- Against San Francisco, yep, I get that. But you're gonna get better as you get confidence in this league. You get better when you start realizing I can play with anybody. That's when you start really allowing your talent to play. And we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about my guy at receiver. Uh, I always forget his name. You know his name right off the top of your head. We'll talk about him because I feel like he's that guy. He has that type of talent, but he does not have it. You know he's having to think. He had to think last year. Tober, Jaden Tober, he 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 had to think last year, and I think that's what kept him off the field. But with Duron, he's not thinking. He's just out here instinctively, yeah, getting picks. You know what I'm and saying? so
0: like to 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 add to the point that you're making. So one thing I will say about Bland is that okay, so I, I will restate. I do not think he's going to be you know seven or eight you know picks. I don't think he's going to be able to keep up you know that rate that he was you know. uh, that he was get, making interceptions, um, you know, the, the last half of last season. But he gets his head around, right? Absolutely. Like, and, you know, you, you watch these games and you get so frustrated with these guys that won't get their head around. And it must be way harder than it looks because as a fan, you're watching and you say, just turn around and find the ball, right? <laughs> but, right? But there's just not many guys that can do it. And Bland, as a rookie, he was getting his head around. And so, Definitely. I mean, it's not, it's not like all, it's not like, you know, five interceptions just fell in his lap. I mean, he's, he's getting his head around. He's, he's, he's looking, he's, he's trying to find the ball. Um, yeah. It's
1: not easy to intercept the NFL quarterback, you know, because their whole job is to to fool you. You know, to their not whole job is to trick a defense. Right. 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 Um, so the Cowboys restructured the Marcus Lawrence and that that was another 8.8 million in cap space. Right. And then they restructured Tyron's contract, converting um, some of his 13.6 schedule compensation and incentives, lowering his 17 million dollar cap number. Right. So the cap room, the cap space is right around, we'll say 17, right?
0: Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So around 17. But I've seen some numbers that were higher than that. Um, We got the 17 from what what source?
0: So I use Spot Track. That's kind of my go-to. I mean, over the cap has us at like 14, and I think Spot Spot Track has us around 16, something like that. So I mean, that's just I see on Twitter people saying 45 million and I don't I just i'm looking at spot track and and that seems to be you know you, you you see people you know use that for you know contract breakdowns and things like that so that's that's where i go and spot track has us at like 16 million under and, and keep right in now.
1: mind the 10 that we're saving um from the, from this next thing that we're going to talk about uh we won't get that until june 1st right so that won't hit our books back it's like a refund you know when you uh, buy something from Apple and you're trading it in. You got to send yeah. it off and then it gets credited back to your car. That's what's happening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and basically, I, here's where we're at, man. And uh, I'm sad, bro. Like, it's 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 oh, one no. of those things where yeah, it's the end of an era, right? Yeah. And that's what we title it, you know, the end of the era. But I think yeah. it's the beginning of something special and today unfortunately we announced that um we're letting go of ezekiel Elliott. yeah you know yeah man Zeke, it's tough like i love you grew to love zeke you grew to appreciate him you know what i'm saying you grew to appreciate 21 4 or 214 the area code of dallas which they have coined y'all need to know that that's They've actually trademarked 214, right? Um, and that is that is Zeke's number and Dak's number put together. They actually did it, which was crazy. And they did it for, like, their sports camps and their organizations. And they got chains and pendants and stuff made, and I love it. I absolutely yep. love it. They're best friends. Best bros, to us too. Yeah, to see these guys, um, it's, it, it's potentially an end of an era. I'm, I can't. I, I can't say that we're totally kissing and saying goodbye with, with Zeke. I can't say that. I mean, we may re-sign him. Who knows? But they're saying that the offer that we made him, he didn't like too much, right? So, you know, I seen his mom kind of lamenting on Twitter today, you know, um, and, and we love her. You know, we're going to tell you, Mama Elliott, you're still a part of Cowboy Nation. I still feel like the Zeke is a cowboy, and I will always be rooting for him. Wherever he goes, here's some numbers. And then I want you to chime in on this too, Tom. Um, you know, Zeke is second in 100 yard games since 2016, 30, right? And he's second only to Derrick Henry with 34, right? He's second in money made to Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson made 103 million. Zeke made 70 million. That's crazy, right? How do you feel about those numbers, Tom? I
0: mean, the number that makes me the happiest is the 70 million. Um, you know, these running backs, they come in and they, you know, they give everything and they get discarded so quickly. So I'm, I'm sad to see him go, but I'm very happy to know that he was compensated, that he was compensated for, you know, what he gave the franchise. Um, you know, looking at, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the rushing numbers, you know, his on-field production. I mean, the guy was, the, he was so, I mean, what can you say about him? Um, he had a complete and utter disregard for what, what it could mean for he, he, he seemed to play with a total disregard for his long-term career, right? Like he left everything on the field he played hurt. I, I went back, you know, today and was looking at, you know, his games played per season. And the last like, you know, three or four seasons here, it seems like I, I know the last three, it seems like he's just been perpetually playing through knee injuries. And you think, oh, well, he's missing, you know, four or five, six games a season. And he's not. He's just played, he's played through, he's played through pain, he's played through injury. You know, um, the first three or four years of his career, he's probably the best running back in the NFL um, for my money. Um, You know, truly, truly sad, truly sad to see him go. Another thing I will say about Zeke, um, you know, he never, he never did, he, it seemed like he never conducted his business in public. And I don't fault guys for doing that, you know, whenever they're trying to, you know, sometimes the negotiation process, if you're, if you're trying to get max dollar, you're trying to be paid fairly, you know, sometimes, sometimes that stuff kind of leaks out, leaks out into the public. Um, and, and that, that stuff just, that never really happened. That never really happened with Zeke. Um, he's a team guy. Um, you know, the last couple of years when, you know, Pollard was starting to get, you know, a lot of carries, never heard anything. You never heard anything bad from that guy. Um, yeah, really sad to see him go. It's always sad when you, you know, you you feel like your team's on the rise and maybe about to kind of get across that finish line and there's there's a guy that's been there and is just, you know, you know, bled for you and given everything. And, you know, they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna be there anymore. They're not they're not gonna be there when you're at your best. Um, yeah. like I think this team's gonna be. So I'm I'm very sad today. Very sad to see him go.
1: Yeah, it breaks my heart, but it was one of those things where we couldn't pay him. I mean, we. Oh, it was absolutely
0: not, the right thing to do. Yeah,
1: we could not afford to pay him, and and I mean, this being a business, you're right, man. He first of all, he gave everything to us. Everything. everything. He, he gave everything to us. He when Tony started to come up, he he wasn't you know one of those teammates that was like, oh, you just gonna give him the ball? I want I'm the I'm the bail cow. You know, he was doing whatever it took to win. Even that old stupid play. That that joystick drew up at the end of the game. I I mean I hate that that was the last time. That that may be the last time I see number twenty one in a star on his helmet, man. Um, yeah, you know that's not what I remember. Ball, was, it just it was dumb. I mean, anyway. Yeah. My my whole thing is is he played like you said. He played with a knee brace on it. If something were hurting, he just rubbed some dirt on it. He that's got right. out there and he played, man. That's what yep. he did. He was a warrior. And we got to give Zeke that that respect, man. Zeke is is that guy. Numbers, uh, 1881 rushes, 8,262 yards, 4.4 yards average, 80 yards a game, 68 touchdowns, 22 fumbles. We ain't got to talk about that. Um, He was targeted 402 times, 305 receptions, 2,336 yards, 7.7. Uh, as far as the yards reception and his catch uh, uh, percentage is seven, touchdowns in the Cowboys era. And as far as Cowboy running backs is concerned, he's number three. He is uh, Emmitt Smith is 17, uh, 162. We know what that puts him at you know the greatest of all time, as far as yards is concerned. Uh, Tony Dorsett, 12,036 yards. Ezekiel Elliott, 8,262 yards. My goodness, man.
0: Yeah. I really wish, I really wish he could have had another, another really good year or two. um, Or maybe a ring in there um, to kind of cement that legacy. Uh, It'll be interesting to see, you know, how how he's remembered, you know, 10, 20 years from
1: now. It'll be really interesting. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't want him to be remembered. Like what you said, Tom, but I feel like that's how he's going to be remembered. Yeah. He he left and we got one. And I don't want, I don't want to, to, man, I just, I would. So I want to be, let me say my real feelings. You guys, I want to get younger at the, the, the position i want to yeah. right any fan wants to see their their team expand and get bigger and better at every position on the field but man i i just man even if even if he's there in a the coaching i just really want to see uh, i want to see him there man i want to see yeah. there man yeah uh, for sure. but you know it's just it is what it is time i mean it is what it is man so yeah. my question this is the million dollar question. What are we putting all this cap up for? What? I've seen some things and I've heard some things and uh you know, listening to the to the uh uh Tom Toms and the win and and everybody is saying that they know what's next. You know, I've seen people, you know, have a number 10 jersey on, um, you know, and and they're predicting that we're making this move for D-Hop. Uh, I I hear a whole bunch of people saying that uh, Jerry's in love and infatuated with OBJ. And, you know, when he falls in love with somebody, he got to have him, you know what I'm saying? I think he has a man crush on OBJ. So yeah, I could, I could see it. I could see him picking OBJ. Um, Then there's Brandon cooks, you know, Brandon cooks is still out there and, you know, and then there's these rumors that Tampa's trying to get off Mike Evans. Listen, I am saying to myself, I don't know what we're gonna do with this money, but I obviously believe that they are putting this money up for a reason, you know. And I'm gonna ask you, what you think? What do you think we're about to do with this money? Like, what is if you are a betting man and you had to bet, what do you think they're about to do with this money and who you think they're about to spend it on?
0: Well, my heart says that they're going to go and get a receiver. And I know you're asking for a specific name, but my heart says that they're going to go and get a receiver. But my head says that we're going to get an extension worked out for somebody who's due an extension. Um, You know, Dak has a gigantic cap hit looming next year. Um, He's going to count 60 million against the cap next year. Um, that puts that puts Dak in a very strong, in my opinion, that puts Dak in a Drack, Dak in a very strong position to negotiate. Um, they and I, and I know the, the, the cap's going to keep going up, you know, drastically even over the next, you know, two or three years. I think they project it's going to be at like it's at like two twenty five this year, and they're thinking it's going to be at like three hundred million in two or three years. I think like I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. that's more like four years, but it's going up big time.
1: Yeah, the price of a um, quarterback is not cheap.
0: My heart says they're going to go and get a playmaker. My head says that, you know, either you know, Dak or somebody else is, you know, going to get an extension and they're going to front load it. Um that they're going to that 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 seems like that would be a nice incentive to be able to have Dak agree, you know, to an extension. Um is to give him a whole bunch of money up front or more than they would have otherwise been able to. Um, Otherwise that puts them in a really tough position, Um, you know, next, uh, next off season, because they definitely don't want to be on the, you know, they definitely don't want to be on the hook for 60 million um, with Dak. They're going to have to work something out. Um, And if, if Dak has that as a negotiating chip, knowing, you know, give me what I want, or you're going to be on the hook for 60 million. Um I I think they might need to go ahead and try and, you know, go ahead and bite that bullet. I know that's kind of a boring take, <laughs> but one thing that I've learned, it seems like, you know, 7, 8, 10 years ago, it was, oh, we're going to give up, you know, multiple picks for Roy Williams, right? That's what we're gonna, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Um, you know, we were we were that team, right? We were always we were always uh going for it probably at times whenever we shouldn't have been and spending yeah, too like, much and spending too much to do it yeah well, um, you know
1: yeah uh, sam heard
0: yeah all those guys oh goodness yeah so and now it seems like we've kind of i don't know if we've overcorrected i don't think so i i think that i i think they've actually just really been making a lot of good decisions the last few years i know as fans you know the team starts to get good and then we say all right now go for it make a move make a move um, and they're trying to grow this thing sustainably, you know, through the draft, through not overspending in free agency, and these are the things we wanted, you know, seven, eight, ten years ago. And now that they're doing it, you know, we kind of complain about it and say that they need to, you know, make a big move. Um, I, I think they're doing the right things, but with all that said, I would like to see them, you know, go and get a receiver. Now, are we gonna talk specific? Like, you want to talk OBJ? You want to talk? D hop. Do you want to talk Brandon cooks? Is that Mike Evans? And we want to talk about these guys specifically.
1: No, I mean, you, you, that was beautiful. I mean, you know, I, I think, I think your answer is, is um definitely one way of looking at it. And one thing that I could see happening for real, for real, knowing the Joneses, like I said, I'm uncomfortable at this point. I mean, this is, this is not usual, you know, these are not usual yeah. things <clears throat> and every all of you people out there who are cowboy like you know summer fans let's just say y'all are summer fans you know y'all are mad because we gave up amari for a fifth round guess what we got we got another good player for a fifth round pick somebody else got off of a, got off of a great player for a fifth round pick so don't be mad second thing about this is man in my mind they they have to. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Even you can't pay somebody future if you don't take care of it now. He needs wide receiver help, and he needs somebody who can um I totally help agree. on the outside, period. And yeah. if he doesn't get that, we're, we're looking at us getting off of him anyway, right? And it's one of those things where, you know, he knows it's a proven year. McCarthy knows it's a proven year. I can't imagine – Mike McCarthy not getting him any help. I just can't. I can't imagine Jerry Jones saying, "I'm you know, I'm a live and die with what we got." Not this time, you know. I you know he did that last year, and you know there are certain things that I don't see Jerry doing twice. Some things I see him sticking to, but other things I don't see him doing twice. He's got to go get somebody. Now I don't know if it's gonna be D Hop. He's seventeen million dollars. No, $19 million. Yeah. $19 million. I don't know. And I
0: think it'd be 14 from. or 15 the next year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But let me tell you something. He did say, D hop said out of his own mouth, I'm willing to take less and I'm willing to negotiate a deal. Right. He has been in Dallas since the 22nd. And let me mention this. Let me mention this time. Tom. I got to tell you, man, is this working? For the Jones, you got. I mean, mm, if he like the yeah. secret weapon? Is he like the secret? He might be on payroll. I don't now, know gonna, if he's a secret. I don't. I don't. Well,
0: I don't know if he's a weapon. If he is, it's certainly not a secret one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing secret about. There's nothing secret about what he's doing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really weird because I'm not here. I, I guess I don't know if this is really weird at all, but I'm not. You know. It, it, everything that I'm reading says that there is nothing coming out of Cowboys camp saying that there is, you know, anything to this at all. And I don't know if that's just, if that's a part of, if that's a part of the negotiation, if that's, you know, they don't want to signal to the Cardinals that they really want D hop. Cause then the price goes up. I'm, you know, if they did want him, I'm sure there's, you know, something to that. Um, but. I don't know. I just. I, I kind of wonder if this is if this is just kind of a something Des and D Hop and whoever else on the team right now has just kind of dreamed up, and that the front office just doesn't really have any interest in you know pulling this kind of move, in that like a Diggs you know, thing,
1: like uh, Stefan Diggs.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of feel like that the front office maybe kind of has other plans. That's that's everything I'm hearing and reading. Um, yeah, so
1: you're right. I, I I hear I don't hear any rumblings. And as a matter of fact, one of the most popular uh, radio stations in um, DFW is talking about they heard from a major source that there's absolutely no chance in us getting DIOP, right? Yeah. Um, and, but you do know this, and it, it, here's the thing that I know. If you associate your name with the Cowboys, somebody's going to pay you, right? Yeah. When you start putting Cowboys in your mouth, uh, people will start opening up their checkbooks. Oh, the Cowboys want you to look Man, let me hurry up and write this check. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, it happens all the time, right? You know, look at what Debo Debo did. He was down here, and came to a game. San Francisco opened up the checkbook and, and backed up the brick truck, and we're like, "Mm, we, we we finna go ahead and get you." Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, when it comes down to it, that could be a thing. But something inside of me, man, I just I can't let it go. I can't dismiss it um, because. The man's been here since the 22nd of February. He's been in DFW since the 22nd of February. Now, it's a great place to work out. It's a great place to hang. But, you know, you do know that that D-Hop was in Houston for a while. So he likes Texas cities. It's no, I mean, for real. Like, he likes Texas cities And being here with Dez, Dez is, you know, like the guy. I mean, shoot, when OBJ came down, he kicking it with Dez, you know. I mean, Dez is the guy. He's the guy that can show you around. He's the new version of the of 88, the new retired version of 88. Um, yeah. you know, Man, so yeah. W- when it comes down to it, I think, okay, all right, this this could be one of those things where we're trying to get D hop paid, and it's yeah. not gonna be and it with a star on his helmet, but hey, we're gonna get him paid. And it, it could definitely be that. But at the same time, I feel like it could also be that you know, Dez is like, hey take less money you play here we win a championship you know what i'm saying that is what it is it's recruiting you know and if he does if he is recruiting like that i'm happy <laughs> you know what i'm saying I'm oh happy. yeah whether or not
0: whether or not anything you know um you, you know whether this bears any fruit at all I'm, I'm i'm happy he's doing what he's doing yeah stir things up man
1: absolutely yeah, I'm, I'm i'm totally happy because i'm i'm sitting here and i'm thinking to myself man uh, what we need to do, and this is, and then we're gonna transition here uh, for the, our ending here. What we have to do, bro, is we've got to get a wide receiver. We gotta address that. We it gotta to get happen. one vet and yep. bring back. T. Y. Hilton ain't the answer.
0: No, you know I'm
1: no, no, It's no. That's not the answer. We no. gotta get one vet one vet. No.
0: Yeah, no. We were so starved for receivers at the end of last season. that TY came in and we were like, "Oh, this guy's amazing." <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, compared to Noah Brown, he's amazing, but He's amazing. You know, now, that, yeah. Yeah. now that now that we've all kind of come down a little bit, like it's like, "Ah, oh, no. Just yeah. No no
1: more TY. No, thank you. Let's actually solve the problem." And there's a lot of good tight ends in this draft, right? A lot. There, yeah, there and are. people are saying it and and I'm cuz we we're, we're about to talk about the draft. And people are saying we're gonna draft, but I need to address our player personnel, cowboy land, cowboy nation. Listen to me, we have in-house personnel we ain't taken care of yet, right? We got we we have Jalen Tobert, who, like I said earlier, this West Coast offense is closer to what he saw and ran in college. I think he's gonna thrive in it. What do you think, Tom? <laughs>
0: You and I just like we could not disagree about Jalen Tolbert like more than we do, I don't think. Um, Jalen Tolbert, I mean, I'm not a scout, um, but that was a really bad wide receiver room last season, you know, and you're talking about a third round pick who just can't get on the field at all. That's not usually a good sign. You know, you have guys come in and that that's you know, that's how they start and they turn out to have good careers, but it seems like more often than not. The guy comes in, you know, is drafted first, second, third round, um, you know, and is, and is, you know, part of a skill, you know, a skill group that, you know, is not good and they still can't get on the field. That's just, that's not a good sign. So I'm kind of reading the tea leaves here and saying, I mean, I would kind of be, be surprised if he got cut. Be, I would be surprised if they gave up on a third-round pick, like, that quickly. But I, but it would not shock me. Um. I don't know. I think I think that this camp is gonna be very very important for Jalen Tolbert. I think it's gonna be very important. You know they got I mean they got what do they do they have eight picks in the upcoming draft? something like that. You know this is a not at receiver, but this is a deep this is a deep squad. Um, you know there's there's NFL players all over the roster and that's not something that we've been used to as cowboy fans. For the last, you know, 10 years, it's like even coming into the season, if we've got, you know, solid starting 11s and we think we're going to win the Super Bowl, you know, you get a couple of couple of guys hurt and then it's nothing. You know, we got nothing behind them. This team is like, you know, too deep, not everywhere, but there's a lot of depth on the team and we're about to bring in. And I know all you know, it's not every single guy that we draft or that, you know, we sign post draft. You know is going to make the team, but a lot of those guys are a handful of them are going to make the team. So that's a handful of guys that were you know on the fifty three last season that are not going to make the team. Some you got to cut somebody, and so I mean it wouldn't shock me to see Jalen Tolbert go. I'd hate I'd I'd hate for that to happen, you know, for his sake. But um, yeah, I don't I I I, I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen with him. Something else that I wanted to touch on um sort of rewinding a little bit um back on the wide receiver talk there's a lot of there's a lot of people i'm hearing a lot of clamoring for um for for obj out there and i'm hearing that he is asking for like 15 to 20 million dollars a a year the the wish list that i have for the remainder of the offseason Number one on that wish list is do not sign, do not sign Odell Beckham Jr. Do not do it. And I'm not, it's no hate. I am not hating on Odell Beckham. He it's one of my favorite players ever. I mean, who can forget, you know, when he came on the scene and just set the world on fire on Monday night against Cal or was it Sunday night? I don't remember if it was Monday night or Sunday night. I just remember it was a game at night, prime time um the guy just cannot stay healthy he can't stay he he just he can't stay on the field was he been in the league for nine seasons something like that and it's been since I mean it was great great for three great for three seasons first year 1300 yards receiving second year 1450 yards third year 1367 yards he hasn't, and he's 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 gone over a thousand twice since then. Just barely by hair. He's missed, let's see, count them up. He's missed, let's see, he missed the entire season last year, missed two games, uh, three games the year before. I know he did well in the playoffs. Season before that, nine games. He, The guy just, like, has not been the same in terms of his health or production on the field um, whenever he has been healthy. Um, since his third year in the NFL, um, you know, at the start of that fourth season, he was great, uh, but he gets injured, and he's just never been the same since. I do not want to take a chance on OBJ. That's just not something that I'm willing to do. I feel like that the Cowboys are in a position – to really do something special this season, they do need to solve the wide receiver problem. Um, but they just they don't need to take unnecessary risks. Um, you know, he and and pay a lot of money while while taking those risks. Um, I would much rather I know that we're still, we're talking about having to give up picks in order to do this. I would much rather them Go for a Mike Evans, you know, go for a D hop. I don't even know if these guys are available. Um, you know, go after a Brandon Cooks, somebody like that. Um, you know, if 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 I knew OBJ is gonna be healthy for 15 games next season, then I don't think it's an unreasonable decision to make to go after him. But it's just you just do not know. Is he gonna be healthy? I mean, was it
1: 2021?
0: Yeah, 2021. What's up, Vic?
1: So here, here's my thing, bro. Like, I, I think I, I agree with you. I, me and you are, are on the same page when it comes to OBJ. Like, I, I'm not – Jerry's fanboying on him. I, I don't really like – I'm not like, oh, OBJ, because I haven't seen him be OBJ in years. Long so time. I agree. I, I agree that, you know, um, OBJ might not be the answer for I don't want to pay – for a receiver who's gonna be sitting on the sideline and not helping that. Right. We need Dakota needs some help. I'm sorry, I gotta call him his government till he proves it. Dakota needs some help, man. I mean, and you gotta give Dakota some help this year. And what I was saying was after Jalen Tobert, right, you got semi Fioco. Simi is one of those guys that you got on your roster that we gotta figure out. He's a he's a 6'4 guy, he runs a 43940. Either you're gonna move him to tight end or you're not, you know what I'm saying, or you're gonna let him play and get get some some tick. And I'm with you, like I said, either Jalen Tobert actually ends up being that guy, you know, and get and have a breakout year, or Simi Fiocco is gonna take his spot. We're not gonna have, I mean, because honestly, when we start talking about the draft, um, which is where we we're we're about to go right now. You know, when it comes down to it, bro, like, honestly, you, you got some, some killers coming up and you're not going to be able to get on the field, right? So when it comes down to it, for me, I think, you know, we got to deal with the what we have on the roster. We have to figure out how we're going to get Turpin involved. You know what I'm saying? Turpin needs to be more than just our returners. You know what I'm saying? He needs to be involved in some jet sweeps and we need to get him involved you know, at some point. Yeah, um, maybe,
0: maybe so. Maybe you're right on the Turpin point. But if come beginning of 2023 season, we're talking about how we need more from Jalen Tolbert and we need more from Simi Fihoko. We have failed in free age, in, you know, in, in the off season, in the draft, um, that we have not fixed. We have not fixed the wide receiver problem. Um, agree. agree. So agree. I don't want to. You know we can talk about we can talk about these guys, but we do not need to be in a position where we're having to rely on guys that basically just like have not seen the field ever. Um,
1: he's <laughs> well, seen a little bit of the field, not much, but he's seen a little bit of the field. Um, a
0: little bit, a little bit. He's 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 been on the field before. He has. So,
1: last 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 but not least, man. What do you think? I've seen this draft today. I liked it. I liked it. Josh Downs in the first round at twenty six. You like that pick?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Good Steve
1: Avila at from uh, offensive guard from TCU at the second pick. Pick fifty eight. Yeah. All right. Byron Young at pick ninety, defensive tackle from Alabama.
0: I'm not crazy about. I'm not crazy about that one. Um. That he he's kind of a player I'd like I'd like to avoid. I mean he just hasn't he hasn't been testing well right. Like he he hasn't he hasn't looked too great in his workouts. I don't if I'm if I recall.
1: He was decent. Um, he was decent. They interviewed him at the, they interviewed him at the combine too. So
0: yeah, and I mean like these these defensive tackles. It's just such a crapshoot. It's the hardest position <laughs> it seems like to draft. You don't know what these guys are. going It's like you know I think everybody saw you know what happened with Jalen Carter today. It's like no one, you know, shows up, you know, overweight.
1: Out of shape. We're gonna get on
0: that
1: when we, when, when we kind of just look over the, the, the draft picks. That's a good that's a good take right there, Tom. Uh Roshan Johnson, 129 from Texas, running back. Tell me when you don't like a pick, okay? Uh, oh no.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, all right.
1: Clark yeah. from Louisville. I love that one. Cornerback Dorian Williams from linebacker from Tulane at 176.
0: Yeah, I don't, I kind of would like to get a linebacker earlier than that. Like, if we're not making any more moves there, to be honest, I'd like to get a linebacker. It's, it's it's easier to find one in the first, you know, two or three rounds. Now, I'm not saying let's go linebacker first round, but
1: that's, that's, that's a weakness. Got a linebacker like that. What's that? Instead of Byron, Byron Young, you have got a linebacker right there.
0: If there's one there, um, it's just like you, you can find these, you can find these linebackers in the second or third round. It's like, this guy isn't going to be a star, but he can come in, you know, and help today. Um, And, you know, that's, that's kind of a group that's, you know, we talk about bringing LV back and, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. I love it. Uh, you know, I think, I think Damone Clark is going to be, you know, a solid player, but it's just not a lot of. De- there is not a lot of depth there. Like we, we, we got to find somebody else um, who can take some, who you know, who can take some snaps, um, take some snaps. Sounds like I am talking about a quarterback, um, you know, who can get give us reps, some snaps. In that get position. Reps
1: in, get reps in. Are you right? Yeah, for sure. Um, um, then next, Keandre Coburn from uh, Texas at two twelve.
0: I mean, you know, it, we start getting this late in the draft, and I am like, you know. No, that's a terrible pick. That guy sucks. And it's like, I mean, this is a six-round pick, you know, we're talking about here. Coburn has not looked has not looked good in workouts. He's yes. slow. Oh my goodness. Yes.
1: He's he's one of those big guys that that'll cause some some havoc in the middle.
0: Yeah, he's like, I may be fat, but I'm also slow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that means a lot when you come into a defensive tackle. That means a lot. No, and yeah, it does. Like, oh,
0: yeah, man. For sure. The last
1: pick here, 244, Elijah Higgins from um, Stanford, which is another tweener. He went four, guy went four five, four, four, the Austin kid. Um, yeah. he's six three in some change. So, you know, it's another tweener who's in between receiver and tight end, who I could see being made a tight end. I like this draft because I like the first two picks really, really good. And I like Roshan, I was like by, I wasn't really happy about the Byron Young thing but we'll take it but uh you know the draft is coming and with us doing what we're doing in free agency that's why it's imperative that we get a receiver because that receiver is gonna take that that we can start going BPA in the draft and that's what I want best player available let's absolutely BPA.
0: that's an, that's another thing that was just so great about the Gilmore pickup right is it's like it kind of seemed like you know we really need to go receiver cornerback cornerback receiver you know um you know first second round not that that's what they were going to end up doing um but that seemed like that you know kind of made the most sense um and now you can see them not taking a cornerback at all in the first three or four rounds i mean Absolutely. it's it's if 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 there's a guy there that they're in love with then you know it it, it always makes sense to you know draft a guy that um to 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 draft a guy that's really high on your board. Um, but yeah, it gives us some flexibility in the draft, um, which I'll which is obviously great.
1: Yeah, man. So we we like to thank you for hanging out with us, man, during this podcast. Of course, we're gonna always be here talking about all that cowboy news. Man, Tom Tom, you got any parting shots? I
0: know I mean, you know, I, I know we already I know we already touched on it, um, talked about it for a while, but so long Ezekiel Elliott. it was uh it was great while you were here um I'm still kind of holding out hope that maybe the free agent waters won't be so nice um, and that maybe we can get you back for cheap um you know as like a, maybe a third back or something something like that I don't know if the guys would take to take to that very well in the locker room but uh sad to see him go um if he if he catches on anywhere i hope he uh, I hope he makes us regret letting him go.
1: Me too, man. I, I'm I'm always be a Zeke fan, man. I hate I hate you. You did took me back. I was I got past it, Tom Tom, but you brought me all the way back, man. But for myself, for Tom, man, we are uh, Dallas Cowboys for life, man. Right here on the Cowboys Global Cast on FFSN. We thank you for tuning in. We gonna check back with you on the next episode. We out of here. Peace.